<laughs> you instead do? Of foot, instead of uh, the song for Footloose. And I've got to make uh, Protect Your Neck and Vader turn on his lightsaber and kill niggas in that hall. Oh, God. You better protect your neck. I'm good at night. Nice little kitchen freezer. All the niggas just dying. Like, no. But yeah, pretty much what you see is what you get was exactly the DC universe. Man. Shit, man. I might, I might, I feel like shitting on somebody today. So Marvel and DC going to get it. Excellent. She-Hulk. We said everybody's going to get it. Yes. Who are we going to praise today? Um, We'll figure that part out. Because of all the things we got to figure out. We got to figure out where the fuck is Vision. Where the fuck is Vision? Man, weird. He went. He went where? He went to the one where it happened. Oh, my God. Get out. <laughs> what are you teaching him? Damn. Isaac Aaron Black Chakra here to ask you some very simple questions. One of them we already asked in the title. The second one is, what, what's your problem with S.H.I.E.L.? <laughs> All right. Let's get it started. All right. Um, first thing I need everybody to understand. Yes. Is that I'm not some sexist bigot. No. I'm the sexist bigot. Wait. <laughs> no, for real, though. Like... The problems that everybody's making with She-Hulk, I don't have those problems. As a matter of fact, I searched in my soul. I was like, do I think this is too woman-centered? Well, it's a show called She-Hulk. I, I never imagined it to be anything else. Yeah. Woman-centered is okay with me. Yeah. Woman lead, I'm here. Absolutely. You think I watched WandaVision for Vision? No. No, I fucking did not. Nah. I do not care about the emotions and feelings of a robot. Yeah. I ain't never asked my room behind his day was. Exactly and shit. Me, me and my iPhone don't fuck anymore. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah. Um, my point being, I don't have those complaints with She-Hulk. My complaints with She-Hulk are older than that. You know. Older than that? Yeah. It fucking sucks. Really? Good God. Episode for episode one. Marvel, Disney... Y'all gave this show the lowest budget you have ever given a television show in your life. The sneaker has has, has brains, what the fuck is it called? With Kurt Russell and shit like that. Oh, uh, The sneaker has brains, higher, higher budget. Oh my god. My nigga, you can see in the episode when Bruce Banner is next to her that his green looks like the movie green. Meanwhile, they done made She-Hulk look like Fiona from fucking Shrek. And I'm trying to figure out my fucking soul. Well, why the fuck are they next to each other and he has better CGI than her? That's because they're still using that Avengers money for him. Facts. They, got, they still got some left for her. I'm just like, but she next to him and you can see how bad she looks next to him. It's just, it's just terrible. Um, second of all, why are you doing this to Titania? I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I thought Titania was going to play a better role when um, she burst through the door in the first episode. Great introduction. Definitely. Got trial. right to the point. Fuck this trial. Fuck this trial. I'm, I'm not going to jail. Now, we do not know why she burst through the door. No. We have yet to explain that. They kind of just said she just burst through the door from her trial, but that's about it. There's literally no other reason. Facts. Um, other than it was on site, but there wasn't anything established for it to be on site. Also, why doesn't She-Hope deserve a villain? She-Hope don't get no fucking villain. She-Hope could have been... Apparently... Her villain is the male species in this series, the way they've been writing it. Right, and I'm just like, cool, because she get a villain who who's Shit, gonna... it, I, please, it could have been the leader for all I care. 
Yo, you brought back Abomination. I thought this is where it's going. Facts. I thought Abomination leader Hulk off planet, so she gotta fight him. Yeah. It wrote itself. So I'm trying to figure out why week after week they got Shorty like Jennifer like fighting. I don't know, fucking sexism instead of a villain who could represent and stand for sexism. Seems like everybody she fought, she either fucked or found. Exactly. I do not understand. And like, I, what, my problem with this show is that Disney is clearly sexist and don't value women. I don't think they ever did. Ever. Never. I'm just like, yo, you have she, okay, so look. Not one woman didn't struggle in the Disney universe. So, you got, you got She-Hulk, right? Right. Her first chase is She-Hulk is representing a nigga who tried to kill her cousin. Yeah. You know what that is? Death. That's emotional. I, that's why I gave it a chance because that was a good episode. Yeah. I said, "Oh shit, is this what the show is going to be about? Her being the lawyer for all the former villains of the MCU?" That because be. that's a good show. Yeah. And I was here for it. The episode where she was talking to Abomination, he was like, "I never really broke the law. I was after the Hulk. Your government told me go after the Hulk. Yeah. They it, gave me the drugs to be strong as the Hulk." Yeah. Anything I did was under the influence of the drugs and the orders that your government gave me. I said, okay. That was deep. This show is going somewhere. And I was I was here. I hitched myself. I said, okay, I'm here for that. I oh, like yeah. that. Um, and then they tied it in to events that took place in another movie. Exactly. So that pushed the timeline back a bit. So we're thinking it's happening now. No, it's happening when we see Wong fighting the abomination in a totally different movie. Facts. So that happened in Shang-Chi. So I'm sitting here like, okay, we got a connection to the MCU, which is more than what we got from Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight, we already told you. Moon Knight was just there to push soundtracks to international artists. Facts. It was just, yeah, yeah. And Engelbert Humperdinck. Engelbert Humperdinck. He didn't have enough money, did he? No, he did not. Every time I wake up. They really did play that song like seven episodes. It was my ringtone for a good couple months. <laughs> um, But no, like... I thought the show was going somewhere, and then it just threw that away, and I was like, so what is this show about? And it's about Jennifer Walters dating. It's about her dating. So it's friends with powers. It's it's Ally McBeal. Except you Ally McBeal was funny. And Ally McBeal, I saw one episode they had Ally McBeal playing on the television, which doesn't make any sense because Robert Downey Jr. was on Ally McBeal. It, that was also true. So it's like, oh so Iron Man was an actor for a while? Is that what y'all saying? Uh, um, I have never seen a show. I've never been so broken in my life just hearing that sentence. <laughs> I've, I've never seen a show that the MCU has cared about least. Like, I genuinely like, I don't like the budget they put into the show. I don't like that they don't give a fuck about her character. Um, and I, it was weird because... Most of the hate came from just the twerking episode, even though I didn't have a problem with it because of all things that went on in that series. That was the most She-Hulk thing that she would have done. Fact, I would say that this She-Hulk ain't freaky enough to be She-Hulk. No. This She-Hulk, the She-Hulk in the comic book, she get down. No, damn that. The She-Hulk from the animated series was about Fact. was throwing it at the thing. I thought what we were getting was an MCU insecure. Oh. We're, they don't have the money for that. And I wanted that. They don't. Ha they have it, but they won't spend it. I want MCU Insecure. 
That's exactly what I want. This shit is... Yo, the wedding episode, there's a scene where she she's just like dancing. And then they keep showing her put $7 down. It's like, so you're going to loop the same two scenes yeah. over and over again. Then they show her go outside and vomit. Not that I want to see what her vomit looked like. But not only do they not show her vomiting, they show the camera from behind. And there's no vomit anywhere on the ground or nothing. I say, no. Jesus. They didn't even have budget for continuity. Facts. I'm like, a different camera angle. And then... It's like Titania getting to the wedding just to mess with her, just to end up fighting her anyways. Like, yeah, I'm going to fight you. And it wasn't even like a fight. Like, the bride was just drunk. That was unexplained. Right? Nobody. I thought there was going to be like a whole, you said you wouldn't change. It takes. She was like, I friends that shit. I was like, it just this is a sitcom. Right. And I'm just like, where's the groom? I don't even remember. All I know is, is that if you're listening to this episode, you might as well just stop listening because this spoiler is about to come up. Yo, at the end of that episode, the dude she met for the damn um for the damn um wedding, they had another episode where he just ghosted her for a while, and then it turns out like three days earlier, he was just there once again in a plot to steal her blood or some shit. That's the plot of the show. Niggas want she hulk blood. That's all it is. Like you can't we've been trying to go after Banner the wrong way, and now we found the easiest route is his cousin. So and here's my thing. Um, Tony knocked one of Hulk's teeth out in Africa. Yes. Hulk blood ain't hard to get. It's somewhere in existence. It exists. It exists several places. If you hit him hard enough, he will bleed. The Hulk been around since 2008. If this take place in 2020, 2021... Well, then that means that Hulk blood has been on these streets for like 12 years. And the weird part was, was um, Eric Banner's Hulk was unbleedable. He just, he was more close to the comic book where the bigger he got, the stronger he got, the angrier he got. That made sense. He was huge shit in that movie. Facts. Then like the second one where they actually took like the series approach to it, he bled a lot. They could have got that sample. In fact... He was working with someone who made samples of the sample he sent them. Thank he was God. very reckless with his blood. This nigga bled in some soda and let that shit rock. I'm like, hey, yo, yo what is you doing, Bruce? What is you? But like, yo, let's not even talk about that. Whole like, thing. how the hell did that? Like, that was how they found him. Stan Lee got yoked. And that's how awesome, point. awesome Brazilian Which soda. Which my point. You don't need Hulk blood. That nigga, Eric Bannadon, bled. Every fucking well, way. actually, David Bruce Banner, Banner but Bruce yeah, Banner, Eric Banner, David Banner, David Bruce. We don't know. The '80s always called him David because they were afraid to say Bruce because that was gay. But that's a whole other subject. <laughs> so I'm glad I got you here because uh, there's a very important question I wanted to ask you. Where have all the cowboys gone? That's the second question. Okay. Um, Quentin Tarantino directs Hocus Pocus. Holy shit! <laughs> Now, do you want to know which witch is doing the most coke and how it's yes? <laughs> oh, man. Quentin Tarantino does Quentin Hocus Pocus. does Hocus Pocus. Well, Uma Thurman is in there somewhere. She's the somewhere. witch. Somewhere. She's, she's one of the witches. She's in there. Um, Uma Thurman's in it. Um, Samuel Jackson's definitely in it. If we're going to base it off of what Hocus Pocus 2 was, he'll be the store owner. Let me tell you something. If we base it off Hocus Pocus 1, Samuel Jackson is definitely the zombie. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's open his mouth. I'm alive, you motherfucker! Oh, shit! So, okay, okay. So who... 
Who's playing? Who's playing? Who's playing the fucking teenager? Max. Oh man. <laughs> Let me see. If we're basing it off the first one, I'm just pulling up the cast so I can get the names right. Who's playing Max in this version? I'm gonna say Macaulay Culkin. Oh fuck. All right, all right. Let's, we, we Quentin draw. Tarantino could cast Macaulay Culkin. He would never have disappeared if he was in Hocus Pocus directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yo, Macaulay Culkin's career would have lasted forever. Forever. Not like the Home Alone franchise, which just keeps going on forever. Jesus Christ. Okay. Who plays uh, the girl, Allison, that he's into? Um, Allison is played by... Um, I'm trying to get the name is Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's good. This is this is looking uh, like a Tarantino. This is um, right. that's what I was All like. Right. So which okay? So which which is Uma Thurman playing? Let's see. Um, she is gonna play the. She's gonna play the chesty one unless we can find somebody else because she's playing one of the witches regardless. She's playing one of the side witches. It's just who's going to play the other one because we know Sarah Jessica Parker was playing one of them. So I was like, all right, we can switch her role up either way. So it's like Facts. Uma Thurman's one of the witches. Okay. So I say for continuity sake, we keep Bette Midler in her role. Oh, she shit. just says fuck more. Oh my God, Bette Midler gets to stay. Because with her makeup and stuff, it works. It uh... works. Keep her there to draw the kids in, but we know there's a sex scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh my god, Hocus Pocus would totally have a sex scene if it was directed by... Hocus Pocus would have snuffed more children if it's written by Quinn. It would start with them just draining the kids back in Salem. Oh, facts. They, they would have blood in their mouths. And they would have and fire, like and then it would just, like, fucking kick into, like, daylight in the, in the present day at that time. Facts. We wouldn't even learn how the sisters died and shit till halfway through the movie. Like halfway through the movie, they would have found them just popping out of boxes and shit, heading towards other Quentin Tarantino movies. Oh my god, Bette Midler would body it. Like if she actually like, got to play that role on some evil shit. Oh, she would definitely. If Roddy Dangerfield is still alive at that time, he can be in it as well because he would just he would just randomly float in that movie. Even if it's just a cameo, even if he's just playing himself, he's in that movie because Tarantino found somewhere for him to fit in. When they go to the party where their parents are at, it's just him on stage telling Halloween jokes. Yes. <laughs> you think you're ugly? Look at my wife. <laughs> She's a witch. I went to go look in the mirror and the mirror ducked. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. No respect. Not even for my own reflection. And then they just like, the witches come in, knock his shit over. He's like, hey, this is Renum. <laughs> And then what are you doing? Then Rodney gets snuffed. I was like, oh, no. oh yeah, oh yeah. In the Quentin Tarantino's Hocus Pocus, that party would have been a fucking bloodbath. And that would have just been a scene the teens escaped from. It's in the middle of the plot. Facts. <laughs> oh my god, they are so fucked. Remember in Hocus Pocus one, they like trapped them in like this this flame thing and shit like that and burned the witches, which is, I think was fucking horrifying. I mean, don't get me wrong, the witches are here to eat children. They're, they're monsters, but good God, I didn't see monsters. I saw three goofy-ass witches getting burnt alive. I can't. I was like thinking to myself when I was re-watching it recently, I was like, yo, we really sat through this as children. We are fucked-up individuals. Oh, we are completely Who, who playing the other sister? Uh, let's see. Let's see, we got Uma Thurman, we got Bette Midler, um... Macaulay um, Culkin and Reese Witherspoon. Sandra Bullock. Oh, my God. 
Let's just because we're going off of if we're going off focus focus one. Sandra Bullock is fine as fuck in the nineties. She could definitely pull this off. We already got Uma Thurman because you got to fit her in here somewhere. Facts. You ain't. She's in there. She's one of the witches. Bette Midler, Uma Thurman, Sandra Bullock. Put that there. I already love this movie. And the thing about it is, it's the first time you've seen three witches together. So fuck it. Yeah, it'll work. It's y'all first time. Who the fuck were y'all going to cast? You don't fucking know. You ain't got it before. And you know what? Sandra Bullock did play the witch in Practical Magic. Did. And there was only two witches in there. So Only two. And that would have tied in depending on when the movie came out. Ah, okay. So it's either this springboarded her to be in Practical Magic or Practical Magic springboarded her to be in this and then a whole fucking trove of fan theories just comes out of the woodworks about how Sandra Bullock's witch is the same witch of Hocus Pocus only with a line of coke. Yo, there would be so... Okay, so the cat... The cat is racist and... <laughs> the cat is voiced by William Hurt. Oh my God, the cat is totally voiced by William Hurt. I don't understand why you would light the candle, nigger. Macaulay <laughs> Coke, like, whoa. whoa. That black cat's like, what? I could say it, I'm a black cat. I don't also, think that's how that works. The cat been around for hundreds of years. You know he racist. What you think? You're the only racist thing I've seen? <laughs> Thanks a lot, nigger. It's like, oh my God, will you hurt? Please stop saying the N word. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> That's gonna be an outtake, William Hurt. Please stop saying the N word. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Hocus Pocus, Burning Witch. That's what the movie, the first one's called. Oh Burning man! Witch. And the oh, soundtrack, you know, is just gonna be out there. For no okay, so I uh, the parents are slaughtered in this one. Yes. Um, the bus driver. Oh my God! The bus driver did, especially in the. It's 90s. like it's like he has a fake out where you think he's dead, but then he comes back and the bus is like on fire, and you hear "Welcome to the Jungle." Like he knows he's going out, but this is how he's going out. Facts. So he picks them up like he does in the original movie. Yes. And he sits uh, Uma Thurman on his lap, but instead of it going the way he thinks he does, he she hypnotizes him and has him run over like hella people as they just laugh on the bus. Oh, this is one of the greatest horror movies of all for the time. Man, the whole part, the worst part is this is that it's not even going to be a horror movie, but it's going to be treated as such. Facts. But it's Tarantino, so you know horror is just going to jump at you. Then it's a movie. Then it's just going to jump at you again. Facts. Oh, my God. Just letting him have his way with it. Of course, Peter going to be involved somewhere. The character is snorting cocaine. The two kids who robbed him, they're going to get their, their bodies ripped off of their skeletons. Man. Uh, oh, my God. No, yeah. Hocus Pocus by Quentin Tarantino is one of the most violent action horrors and comedies. Like, you gotta stop them from being immortal? You gotta steal a book? It's like, yo, how the fuck are we supposed to stop them with a fucking book? Oh my god, instead of setting them on fire and shit, like, first of all, they still set them on fire, but it'd be fucking Oh, it, But I'm pretty sure the flaming bus driver's gonna contribute to that somehow. They're gonna get the fire off of his wreckage. Can you imagine them flying over them and, the, and like, you know, they were at the, the graveyard flying over them on the brooms and shit. What if they blew coke at the witches? Because you know it's Tarantino. So oh, yeah. And now all the Uma witches Thurman's gonna witches going to be like, think that shit's going to work on me twice? What? No! <laughs> and that ties in Pulp Fiction. Oh, God. Oh, I can't wait for that scene because they just... Now, you know they're at a the party. You see the table is like... It's like a mirror. It's always a fucking mirror. They throw the mirror. She, the sisters look at it and she just goes... Oh, fucking no. God damn. I was like, oh shit. She's been here before. 
I've been dead for years, motherfucker. You can't kill me again. Oh my God, yes. Like, why can't you just kill him? Zachary. You can't just kill me. Zachary Fix. Thou mangy feline. Shut up, you off. Ye old bitch. Ye old bitch. They ain't killed you yet. I'm just trying to imagine. I don't know why you said William Hurt, but now all I'm just doing. I mean, the cat could, the cat could change. No, I, no, I'm just imagining <laughs> William Hurt's voice from that cat. Yes, I am still alive. And you are still a bitch. And he's a nigger. It's like, Zachary, bitch. Stop dropping the N-word. Please, God, Zachary. Why do you keep saying Somebody get Jim Crow's cat. I ate Jim's crow. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a deeper dive than I was expecting from this cat. Oh, man. Tarantino in the 90s would do it. Somebody, I think the zombie's going to punt the cat. Oh, just focus Unchained is fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hocus Pocus Unchained is the shit. Black book moan. <laughs> Yo, halfway through the movie, Max and his sister die, and Allison has to turn into, like, Reese Witherspoon has to turn into, like, early Kill Bill. Oh, like, man. Take out the witches herself. And then, like, bring him back using the book. Oh my god, this movie is dark as shit now. It's dark as shit, and then like at the end, the book did more to him. He's walking away, like, I'll see you later in class, and you just see like like lightning switching between his fingers, and he just looks up. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. Gave the Big Trouble a Little China ending. Actually, that's the Big Trouble Little China opening and shit. Oh uh, yeah, but we'll keep it at the ending where it was supposed to be. Fact. Oh my god. Are, you, are they still talking about making a sequel to that movie, Big Trouble in Little China? They're talking about it, but I haven't heard much um, for it. It's it's too late. Man, like, before I do that, uh, before I go to my next subject, I just wanted to say that the cops should be um, Reginald Vell Johnson, Carl Winslow. He Perfect. already played a cop in Die Hard. He played Perfect. a cop for years in Chicago. Perfect. And just wrap up it up with that. Just have him there. Perfect. Oh, he's gonna die brutally. Oh, he might live. He might live just to go. Nope. <laughs> I have. I lived through Nakatomi Plaza. I'm gonna get out of this. Not and only, then that bus just falls over. <laughs> not only is he a cop, he's the same cop from Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> just as an Easter egg to add on to it. Yo, I love this new Hocus Pocus that we have written. Man. It is, it is great. Give it a chance, folks. Give it a chance. Speaking of not giving it a chance, Jeepers Creepers came out with another movie. Okay. And it was in theaters and it was rated zero. Take, take it to me. Take it to me. <laughs> you was it good? Should I watch? If you... <laughs> well, let's first start with no. It wasn't. But oh it's God. called Jeepers Creepers Reborn. It's an hour and 35 minutes of your life. Good God. <laughs> It's essentially, you thought the third one didn't need to happen. Facts. I I remember watching the third one and uttering the words, this didn't need to happen. The third one was like if Jeepers Creepers wanted to just live his summer out as Blade. That's what that was. Facts. So, and then Reborn was, oh. So did you watch it? I I hated myself. I watched it at home. Okay, tell months. me about it. Tell me about it. Take me to it. Step by step. Plot step, by plot. Step I'm interested. By I want to know. You're the movie for me. Oh, right God. Um, <laughs> pretty much, they go to some fucked up ass festival because unless it's like something corn related, there ain't no fucking point of it. Um, another person, um, well, Lainey. Yeah, Lainey's in it. She starts having visions. Go figure. Um, <laughs> just cutting and pasting shit that kind of worked in the other movie for this movie. 
like it just starts getting it just starts getting real gory real quick. Okay, it's like they just turned on the faucet from Nope. Oh Jesus! Like that. That's pretty much it. So pretty much like the creeper is back. That's all they're building up to. Like every twenty three years, like something returns and blizzard blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, the whole fucking reason we're here at this dumb. So you know how part three was like a prequel. Yeah. Like what happened in between one and two? What, what was this it? one is kind of. I'm gonna say it's picking up from where the second one left off because okay. it, it wasn't like a prequel sequel so much as uh, so how so how did he get off the wall? The guy didn't shoot him. Is the guy dead? They don't they don't do nothing but the character from part two. They kind of do, but they really don't. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! He was the best part of part two. He was the whole. He was the whole. Focal point of the plot to part two. It's crazy. Dude, the budget was five million. They raked in two point eight. Jesus Christ. And you make a little more than half of five million. Jesus Christ. So you what you're telling me is they had the smallest budget on earth. So it was easy to make your money back and they still didn't. And it's and it's pretty much just like the shittiest reboot you could find. And I'm reading a little more about it right now. It was intended to serve as the first in a planned trilogy set apart from Victor Salva's original trilogy. How the fuck did they think that was going to work? Oh, it didn't. So that, they didn't think that far. Oh, my God. Like, the artwork for the poster was great. But oh, yeah, definitely. I've seen that. That shit, was, that shit looked amazing. Like, it looked amazing, but the movie is not worth to paying money for. That's fucking insane. It was. I mean, I didn't think it was going to be great. I'm not. Listen. Three was better than that one. Whoa! That's where I'm going with it. Three was better than that one. And I will stand by that. What the? Three was fuck? better than that. So listen, I'm not out here thinking that a new Jeepers Creepers movie was going to be good, right? No. That's not where I was. Not even. But honest. I thought at least because three was so bad, they were going to give us something manageable. So you're like, this isn't even worth manageably watching. No. Jesus fucking Christ. They some movie series they just beating. And the worst part is, is that the third one is slightly higher in rating than this one. Jesus. Christ. And that one's at seventeen percent, and this one is like sixteen or fifteen percent. Good lord, Jeepers Creepers three to me was one of those movies, and I was watching it, and I realized that I had given something precious away with my time. Your money. You, oh no, I didn't pay for that. <laughs> That's dead. Uh-huh. Out of here. But I just, I mean, I think, you know, just my time alone cost way too much for that fucking movie. And if this movie is worse, I mean, it sucked. Jeepers Creepers is suffering from that same thing that I think other franchises suffer from, where it's like you've waited too long. Repetition? Yes. (laughs) You waited too long. First, also, let me just say this. I think that Jeepers Creepers 2 was a perfect ending. I didn't need a Jeepers Creepers. Oh, definitely. I liked Jeepers Creepers one. I liked I I love Jeepers Creepers one. I liked Jeepers Creepers two. I saw Jeepers Creepers two before I saw one, which was weird. Hey, I thought they were both enjoyable. They were horror movies. I prefer the second one over the first one. Yeah, it's way more fun. It is. It's way more fun, definitely. Um, seeing more people at stake, seeing the bus scenario. I definitely had more fun watching part two than part one, but watching part three was like, why have you added to the story that is over? And if you're adding to it, why aren't you continuing like, oh, this is what happened after part two. It's like prequel. So now you're like, they did and it was bad. So why is it called Reborn? Does he have like a baby or something? 
Spoil it. Spoil it. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. I need nope. to know, bro. You watch it. No. Nope. Okay, fine. I don't even want to repeat it. I'm going to watch it, and, you, then, and then and then I'm going to come find you. Don't watch it anywhere with sharp objects around. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Speaking of horrors, my nigga, I went to go see Smile yesterday. Ooh, I oh, I heard about that. That is good. I need to see that. That is a good horror. I like that the person who did it, he or she, they understand jump scares in a new science. Like, there's Ooh. a scene, right? Where the character is uh, closes a refrigerator, and you're like, "Oh, something's gonna be on the other side of the refrigerator." Because that's yeah. how jump scares work. But it wasn't. And I said, "I like that that you know that we're waiting for the jump scares." It's scare. like they're just purposely baiting you for the ones that you think are gonna be there because you just so full of yourself. You're like, "Yeah, I know where this one's going." It's like just just tang. Just and tang because the creature can look like anybody, it just adds this level of you never trust. Any situation that the character is in, it's like, are you talking to this person right now, <clears throat> or are you talking to the thing? You thought it was hard to trust white people before. Facts. Now they happy. Oh I'm God. just like, nah. I gotta see that movie in a whole new light. It's it's really fucking great. Um, the, the special effects were were great. The plot is wild as hell. The horror in the movie. Um, there's only one thing, and I mean one thing, I didn't like. Um, and it's it's a picky thing. So it's not like, oh, this really made the movie bad. Okay, so, all right. Uh, Hollywood keeps doing this thing where they cast the most basic-looking white women they can, and that's fine because there are basic-looking white women in the world. I get that. So cast a basic-looking white woman. That that makes fucking sense. Yeah. Um, however, Shorty's boyfriend or fiancé is my nigga A-Train from The Boys. Oh, shit. So you got this... Uh, how do I how do a standard <laughs> looking white woman? Like I'm just like, why do we always get cast being with like the most basic white women and shit? Now Will Smith. I mean, Will considering Smith, what white women we're usually seen with, th- yeah, it's a toss up between damn and ah. Uh, yeah, true shit. So basic is streamlined. The movie can proceed. Will Smith, he get fucking uh short. He, he get Harley Quinn and shit like that when he do a fucking date white girl movie and shit. The rest of the black race. We, nope. Nope. I said, I looked at that brother, I said, there is no way in fuck shit hell that he would be with this ugly ass woman. And it's like, oh, she's like a doctor. I'm just like, and he's successful too, right? Come yeah, on. Yeah, he's bro. not there for the money. Facts. He, oh, but he, I hope and pray he's there for the money. They, I haven't seen it yet, but had, I will. They, they had my man A-Train acting white as she was like, what are you doing to yourself? I said, why are you acting like, then I realized, oh, you want the black people who raised by by wolves, by wolves and shit. You you definitely you ain't no nigga. That's what movie. And I don't movie. mean like raised by wolves. I mean they owned a copy of Raised by Wolves. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> Kevin Costner raised them. <laughs> shit, you gotta dance with them sometimes. Before but, we get to the uh, main part of this, I just wanted to let you know, like as of this recording, uh, the new Hellraiser movie is coming on Hulu tomorrow. What? Yeah, the trailer's okay. Remember why we started, what, episode one, episode two, when we ran down, we didn't need another Hellraiser? A couple days after that, one of my friends sent me a flyer saying, oh, there's a new Hellraiser coming on Hulu. I was like, I didn't even drop this episode yet. The fuck you talking about? My nigga. I ain't touching no puzzle boxes. I ain't even been to Barnes and Noble, so I know I ain't touching no puzzles. So I seen the trailer. I didn't know it was going to be on Hulu tomorrow. Yeah. But um, I, I do genuinely 
want to see it. Hmm. I'm interested. I mean, the trailer convinced me. Like, the trailer itself. Because at first I was like, I don't need another fucking Hellraiser. And then I looked and I was like. Well, if you're going to do it with a well, good budget, yeah. maybe I could. Well, I, maybe, you know, if I'm in the neighborhood. You know, I felt the same way about Predator until Prey came out. Right? I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe two or three more good movies can come out of this franchise. So after seeing that Hellraiser trailer, I was like, oh, this, this makes me happy. Um, I'm a Hellraiser fan, so if we get a good Hellraiser series started again, I'm on I'm on board. I'm on board and I'm, I'm on board. And like this is what I this is what I mean about the casting. Casting a woman as the center bite, shit's great. You you don't you I want you to look on the internet, you ain't gonna see no backlash, nobody's like, oh, not a woman. We're all like, yeah. Like, like what are you gonna do against space S and M? Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. It doesn't Y'all complained about a mermaid where the mermaid wasn't even the part of the movie you should be bitching about. Like I'm, I'm happy. I really want a new Hellraiser. It's a good horror movie season. They got this one movie coming out, like on Halloween, like eight, like on October twenty eighth. That shit looks pretty good about like this shorty who's like that. This the, a woman exorcist. Uh-huh. That, that looks good. Uh, I've been hearing shit about this movie Barbarian. I saw Barbarian. What? Where the fuck was I? I was in. I was out in the. I was out there sticks when I watched it, but I didn't even I didn't even know about the movie. So I'm walking in just off the name alone. You should definitely go watch it. Where the fuck was I when you decided to see? How has everybody seen this? I didn't even know I didn't even know about the movie and I was brought to I knew about it. I didn't. What the fuck? Okay. But no, like tell is it great? I would say it's it's good. Great. It has its moments where it's great in like the story, but it's good all the way around. You could get through it. It reminds you that Detroit is Detroit. <laughs> Quite it takes place in Detroit. Yeah. I wish you didn't tell me that. It, I wish you didn't tell like, me. it doesn't take place in the Detroit you know, but the Detroit you know. <laughs> ah, ah. You'll okay. see it. It's like if you think of eight miles subtract about five. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Although we've come to the end of the road, and that's where it was. Fucking Detroit. Okay. I'm just saying, man. It leads up like it's a, like it's asking for a prequel, and I feel like they could give that prequel a chance. That's why I'm saying you should watch that movie. Like, watching it, and then watching it go from where it started to this next part, then back to where it originally started. All of, and then a couple people got exactly what the fuck they deserved. Uh, but that's just me. But you should go see Barbarian. Okay. You should definitely okay. go see that. I'm going to see Barbarian. Um, but now that you bring up Detroit, something very interesting just happened. They just wrapped up filming the new Crow movie. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, with uh, Bill Skarsgård, the one who plays uh, It. Yes. Ayo. He's just looking forward to makeup in all forms. That man, that man is obsessed with makeup. Yep. He is obsessed. He's you like, know, he's I, like the Crow, It, Ronald McDonald. I don't care. Get me in that chair. <laughs> I, I'm starting to like the 2020s because I'm starting to see trends that used to exist in the 90s. Remember when there were like certain guys? It was like, oh yeah, you see him, he's he's a shithead. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's, he's never a good guy. No. 
they're after starting to get like that again. I'm just like, oh man, you're never. You're, you're, this is where you are. This is where your career leads. Facts. You are. You are the shitty guy in every movie. You are not the heartthrob. Like 80s, early 90s, they kind of experimented with the heartthrob. It just be random ass people in there. Like when Mickey Rourke was in eight and a half weeks. Facts. What the? Also, Mickey Rourke did not look like Mickey Rourke. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rourke now looks like Mickey Rourke looked like the wrestler. Facts. Before the movie, The Wrestler. Mickey Rourke now looks like all your your grandmother's liposuction gone wrong. But beautiful Mickey Rourke? Oh, yeah. I believe he fucked in that movie. Bro, like, <laughs> um, I was watching this movie the other day. It's called Samaritan with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh, I need to see that. Um, It's very 90s. It's very, like... Oh, it sounds like it's very 90s. It's very much like Judge Dredd, Demolition Man, Vane. Um, I liked it. It's an interesting twist. You'll see it coming. Yeah. But I liked it. Um, and the guy who plays the villain in that movie, he, um, he's, he, I have, I literally looked up his IMDb and everything I've seen him in. I'm like, yo, you played a piece of shit in everything. He's like, he played not a piece of shit in, uh, Ghost of the Machine, but everybody who was in that movie was a piece of shit. Yeah. So <laughs> not being a piece of shit around amongst pieces of shit. Facts. You just, you just an extra piece in the bowl floating. My nigga, like, it's a whole movie about a white woman taking an Asian woman's body. <laughs> that shit was crazy. That was, that was great. But no, like, um, I really enjoyed that. So for me, Bill Skarsgård playing it and then the crow, I'm kind of fucking with it. I'm kind of fucking with it. You know? Uh, like, fuck it. Be that guy. If you're that guy in this era... Be you know, the best you know, version of that guy You know what this era time. does not have? Tim Curry. That... Huh. This era don't got a Tim Curry. We don't got that guy who's gonna voice all the cartoon villains, who's gonna play the live-action villains... And then do some shit like Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I want more actors like that. I feel like we got to give the new generation a chance to do that so we can have another Tim Curry or the first them. Bill fucking Skarsgård. The motherfucker didn't play it. Now they playing motherfucking The Crow. Listen. Give them all the rules you thought you were going to give Jared Leto. Let's do that. If I have heard a gospel today, I'm I'm saying it right there. You praising this man? I'm like, look, let's switch it out. I'm not saying Jared Leto should just quit Hollywood, but you know, I'm give sure. give Hulu a chance. Um, Facts. We don't need to see you in every big budget thing, especially since they keep turning out bad, Mr. Leto. It might be you, or they really don't like you. Facts. Take a break. I would think. I'm sorry. After more BS. Um, I would genuinely think that my manager, my agent, does not like me. I Suicide Squad, uh, the the little things, um, and now this all terrible movies. And now I'd be like, yo, my agent is trying to end my fucking career. Or like you said, maybe it's Jared Leto. Maybe. Maybe I'm not going to totally Leto. say it's him, but it might be him. It, it's probably him. It, it seems like. If that. I had to guess, I would say it's probably him. Yes. I wouldn't put my net worth on it, but I'd buy a lottery ticket towards I it. I agree with your sentiment. Um, yeah. Give Bill Skarsgård, unproblematic, genuinely a great actor, kind of horrifying. Give him all the roles that you thought about giving Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. 
Um, have you and ever bail seen- Ursa Miller out? Give him the actual fucking rehab. He needs help. Yo, yo. Unless you're going to paint him yellow and make him the reverse flash, he needs help. Which would help. explain everything. That would explain everything. <laughs> you could blame him for Batman versus Superman. You have a fucking kill switch. A MacGuffin created to be a MacGuffin by accident. He wasn't even intended. He wasn't like, oh, we made him just to fucking fix our universe. But then again, he's there to help fix it's our sure, fucking universe. Here. That's what they do with Flashpoint. Like fucked up, the restart. fucking Flashpoint. And then when you posted that poster earlier, where I was just like, "We're not, we're not allowed to have good things." If they were to make Nightwing, <laughs> Red Hood, and <laughs> Thomas Wayne Batman, those three characters, oh yeah, uh, oh we are not ready. And they did kind of hit towards it in one of the, um, I think it was Ben Affleck's Batman intro, yep, Batman where Negan was. Um, was Thomas Wayne, so it fits. I think they knew it, and I think that's why they put it there. So I'm like, yo, please Jeffrey throw Morgan. money at him if he says he can't make it, make him get there. He would do it, Jeffrey Dean Morgan would do it because he Jeffrey knows we all fucking want it. He would do it just like Jason Padalecki and Jensen Ackles would fucking do it because they know we all want they it. They're the coolest people in the cult classic series with the weirdest fucking names. Facts. Like, I mean, saying their names together sounds like you're summoning a spirit. Yeah, and then you only Jason can find Ackles, them. Jason Panalaki. Oh, shit. What did I just conjure? Hocus Pocus, directed by Quentin Tarantino. That's what you conjure. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård, I'm saying I'm down um, with him as the crow. I am also saying to the universe, if you want a Rocky Harbor The Picture Show remake, Bill Skarsgård. I'm telling you, there's makeup in it. That's all. I'm pretty sure that's all you got to do to negotiate with it. They'll be like, we're going to offer you this much money. We'll give you these rights. Hold on. I loved his brother. How much makeup am I wearing? Facts. He'd do it. He'd be like, makeup? Oh, man. How much? How? His brother killed it in uh, the North, the Northman. Yeah. That was fucking brutal. I love that. I, I'm like, I said, another thing I would like Hollywood more Conan esque movies. Yeah, Conan-esque, not Conan. Yeah, not that. Y'all, y'all keep bringing them back too many times. I was like, look, we, we got it, but no. We got it, but no. It was like, yeah, Conan 1, excellent. Conan 2, okay. Not excellent, but sure. Red Sonya. Oh, all right, starring Conan. What the what? fuck? No, give us a, you know what? Give us a straight up Red Sonya movie. Oh, my God. And the only reason I'm kind of open with that is because I did one of the props for one of um, burlesque dancers who did Red Sonya. On stage, so I made her sword and her axe. So I'm just like, yo, I'm I'm okay with Red Sonya. I've got to make props for Red Sonya. I would rather have a straight up Red Sonya movie. If you want to mention Conan, fine. Don't lead into Conan. Don't make it seem like this is a springboard to a Conan movie. Make it about her the same way you did Heavy Metal 2000. You ain't got to explain why the fuck it's in theaters. Everyone will see the title, and the ones who are worthy will go. Exactly. Exactly. Damn, that's exactly how Heavy Metal 2000 was. Nobody asked. No one fucking knew. No one knew. No one knew and no one gave a fuck. We was like, oh, we seen Heavy Metal the first one. Heavy Metal 2000. There it is. Godzilla 2000. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. I I want a Red Sonja movie. I'm with that. I'm with that. I I, I can't tell you how much I agree with giving Bill Skarsgård all of Jared Leto's roles. Please. Jared Leto was on a... He was on a tear. And then he was in a bind. Now he's on a fix. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's like Eminem. I, I, I liked you better when you were on drugs. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, you, you fucking... You can relapse again, right? Your body can hold it. Facts, facts. Just Also, this is, my, this is another thing I want to say Hollywood and DC. Listen, bro. 
I'm jokered out. <laughs> I mean, I am too. I'm jokered out. Like, we don't need to introduce Batman's Rogues Gallery. If you gave it a chance the way the animated series is and the DCEU, the animated EU does, you would have any movie you wanted. We don't need every damn time we get a Batman movie. The only ones that didn't give us Jokers was Batman Forever, um, Batman and Robin, the Dark Knight led, no, no, Batman Begins led to the Dark Knight. And then he was supposed to be in the Dark Knight Rises until unfortunate circumstances. Facts. Then when we get another Batman, no, we got Suicide Squad. We introduced Joker and that just to shoehorn him in it again. Jesus fucking Christ. And then just to get the Dark Side War kind of, you phoned in the Dark Side War. Let's cut it. Yeah, that was tough. I don't give a damn how good the Snyder Cut was. You phoned it in. You gave the fans what they wanted three years after when they wanted it because you didn't believe motherfuckers would sit through a four-hour movie. We sat through the Dark Knight Rises. Titanic. Gili, we sat through some shit. I sat through the Justice League series together. That is way more than three hours. Oh, definitely. That's what I'm trying to tell people. It's like the people in the theater, the majority of us, we have already sat through long properties. Marvel just said, they they just let you know, like, yeah, this movie's going to be three hours. Facts. They, They'll they, tell you. They released uh, the, the length of, like, Black Panther. Like, it's going to be two hours and 41 minutes. I'm like, nigga. All right. We sat through Infinity War. What the fuck? Yeah, we sat through Infinity War and Endgame. Some people, some people sat through both. Exactly. Because they're doing the same thing with Black Panther where they're going to show the first one and the second one. I think Cinemark is doing that as well. I might do that. I'm like, but no, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about the length. But yeah, I'm jokered out. I liked, I liked that. I would love for him to just randomly have Clayface responsible for something. I love that Jack Nicholson played the Joker in 89 and we didn't get another one until 2008. Yeah. We took 19 years off. That's why it felt like something. And the reason why we took 19 years off is because we had to animate a series, so it made sense for that Joker, but even he wasn't the only villain in town. Facts. When he showed up, it meant something. He even talked with some other villains. But I remember everyone else got time to breathe. I remember when Heath Ledger played the Joker felt like an event. It felt like something new and crazy was happening. And then you saw the trailer. And I mean, what nobody believed when we first heard it because most of us was like, the nigga from Brokeback Mountain playing the Joker, what the fuck? And then the first trailer dropped, but we was all like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. It, it felt like something big was happening. Yeah, and he then, wasn't the bottom in this movie. And then when Joker came back in Suicide Squad, I'm like, this don't feel big. I'm like, this looks like they kind of like great value Joker for that Suicide Squad movie. Like, we know Task Force X kind of like hints towards the Joker at some times, but he ain't really fucking with him. Facts. I mean, why y'all wanted Takashi 6ix9ine Joker was weird shit to me. Oh, it was definitely it was, weird. And this was, was like pre-snitch Takashi, right? Facts. So I just I thought that was weird. And then the Joker movie, which I liked, but I'm like, okay, this should put a period on it. And then they showed a new Joker in the Batman. Ugh. And I was like, Oh my God. God, we get it, yo. The Joker is your best villain. We understand. But there are so, like, my nigga, why have I seen two Banes? Two. Two Banes within a decade. Two Banes within a decade. I've seen two, uh, I've seen three, two, two Harvey Dents. Well, I've seen. Let's say. Well, let's say this. Let's um, say two Harvey Dents. Two Harvey Dents, because like Billy D. Williams. If they had, if they had gone through with the plans to have um, 
Marlon Wayans is Robin. I'm pretty sure they would have gave us Billy D. I would have paid. I mean, the only way you'll see it now is if you read the um, Batman 89 comics. It's like a six comic um, series. I need to get the other ones to finish that up. But um, no, like, uh, but I saw Mr. Freeze once and he was done wrong. Arnold Schwarzenegger played Mr. Freeze with puns and shit like that. When when we all know that, especially in the Batman or in Nolan, yeah. we got. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. Mark Strong was Mr. Freeze, and they played us. Mark Strong was born to play Mr. Freeze, and they played us. They and they played us. I would love to see. Um, uh, who's the brother? He, recently, people been talking about him playing Professor X. Um. Uh, Gene Carlo Esposito. Oh, yeah. I also just saw younger or current him in New York Undercover. <laughs> I say that because that dude doesn't age. That nigga has been that nigga for years. That, apparently, he was smooth in that, too. But I was like, Jesus. I want I want to see that man as Mr. Freeze. Why does he sound like a very top-shelf drink? He does. Gene Carlo Esposito. Esposito. Nigga, you, you order some Esposito? Motherfucker, you must be doing great. But no, like, to know your wallet's not with you. I, Mr. Freeze has a character and a backstory that's so deep and has so much uh, euphoria and gravitas that I want to see a real actor play him. What if I told you that in the 60s, Batman, they took Mr. Freeze seriously for a little bit? Get the fuck out of here. I shit you not. There's actually a part in um, the Batman um, series where they do cover Mr. Freeze. Like, at first he was just like a uh, just a thief with just a suit or whatnot. Then he's legit. He cannot exist outside of this temperature. So he has, like, this little pathway so P.S. Henjamin can walk through. And it's 60s as fuck, but it exists. They went as far back as that to establish that he is cold by nature. Like, he cannot exist outside of this. I just like they actually set the seeds for that in the '60s, and they fucking slam dunked it in the '90s. Exactly. Like they gave it a backstory, and I never thought I could feel that way for a villain. It was like I would be moved by your tears if only I still had tears to shed. Batman animated series, I would say it did its job way too well because I'm. I'm deeply and emotionally invested in every single character. The villains were almost are almost better in the show than Batman was. Some of the I'm like, well, we created Harley Quinn because I don't know why everybody kept doing with that back dive. Like, oh, she was in the Batman movie. She never existed until the animated series. Fact. So all those deep dives can stop now. She existed then. We created her. And then everybody started marketing it more. But we created her, and her story was sad, too. Like, you give it a chance. Joker did not quit her as much. Like, he literally told her. Like, he knocked her out a window. <laughs> I. It I, took that to get rid of her, but it took longer in the comics. I think Batman has one of the greatest rogues gallery ever. I think CGI is at a place where we can do Clayface. We could do Clayface justice. Facts. We could do the Mad Hatter justice. justice. Oh my God, that's another. The way they did Calendar Man in the Long Halloween, we could do Calendar Man. Like even if he's not the main one, you could still add him in there. Hell, Condiment King could be there for shits and giggles. I definitely want to see Condiment King in a movie. Like, but more like have that, him in a movie. He gets he cuffed. 
have yet to see live action Batman fight live action Deathstroke. We have not seen live action Batman in the same universe as live action Man Bat. Jesus fucking Christ. Tim Burton, I'm pretty sure he would have gave that to us. Tim Burton would have gave it to us. And it would have been a it would have been amazing. I promise you, Tim Burton, a giant fucking bat, that's right up his alley. If they had just if they had found a way to make that bridge work between them after the first movie, I mean I still want Batman Returns. I don't want to change that at all. Bat. Keep that the way it is. But have Tim Burton come back and have man bat in a movie, even with Robin in it. Like if Tim Burton had his way and instead of Batman Forever, you got a, a horror follow-up because you know Batman Returns took place during Christmas, and Batman Forever took place during Halloween. We might have got Two Face and Man Bat. Yo, that would have been great. But DC, I have your well. I have it. I know what Eternity looks like. I know what the next phase of DC EU looks like. Just hear me out. Batman Beyond. It's, Batman Beyond. It's a whole new rogues gallery that no one has ever seen in a movie. It's special effects heaven. It's stories that niggas would love to see live action. It's you could cast a young actor. You could cast one of those fucking kids from fucking Stranger Things or one of these shows with teenagers, and you can keep this series going until he's fucking fifty. You definitely could give Batman Beyond a chance, and it would work out because you have villains that. You don't even have to use Batman's villains. Terry McGinnis's Batman villains, they slap. You can get it. Spellbinder, Blight, fucking, oh, man. I have your movie right there. Have, if you're going to have Joker return, do it the same way they did it in that series, in that movie when they dropped it. I was like, or just don't. Have the Joker gang. That's as close as you want your Joker fix. There it is. You got your Joker fix. You don't have to dig up the Joker. Everyone can be Joker. All the niggas that you didn't want to cast as Joker can be in the Joker gang. Exactly. You can have, listen, listen. I see it as clear as day. You take the little nigga who plays Robbie from uh, Cobra Kai. Yeah. You cast him as Terry McGinnis. You give us Michael Keaton. Oh, definitely. You have to give us Michael Keaton. As the old Batman in his ear. And these two arguing about the shit he does on the street. And you make the first movie two and a half hours long, entertaining as fuck. And at the end of the movie, a time portal opens up, Flash comes out, and Ben Affleck Batman comes out. Oh. <laughs> and then they grab Terry. If you really wanna if you really wanna give us some further context just to fuck with people, give us adult static in the Batman um, yes. Beyond Universe. You know, the gold lightning bolt static. I was like, yo. Gray dreads, I'm all for that. Just have them appear. Like, yo, statics in this, and then it'll get people you know, talking in your ear about, yo, why don't we get a static movie? That nigga we who, know he's here. That nigga who played um, in uh, House of the Dragon, the first couple episodes, oh. he could definitely be adult static. You know what? I agree. He could definitely be adult static. It's really easy to fix your problems. You gotta be DC. Gotta be willing to do some of the things that Marvel did. Warner has to be willing. That's true. Because they are benching a lot of stuff. How you bench an entire Batgirl movie? What the fuck was the point? Y'all all just shot that shit for nothing, just to go. Oh, well, we'll play with this toy later, Timmy. But it's got batteries in it. What are you niggas, doing? Niggas didn't just say they benched it. This is what I've heard. They tried to do a funeral showing. Like, okay, we're going to show the movie with the cast and the crew just to show everybody what it was. What they did to make sure and they apparently know. Apparently, it's been deleted from the servers. 
They still got a hard copy of it. Now all that shit's just digital. Niggas saying this movie don't exist no more. No, it Which, exists. I promise it, you. It's a double edged sword for me because I'm just like, I, I didn't ask. For I this. promise you, one of those editors ain't just let that shit go to waste. Facts. Somebody has a copy. They're just afraid of going to jail for releasing it. Facts. I didn't want a Batgirl movie, but I also don't want my company to spend $90 million on nothing. I'm like, yo. Like, you gave us Catwoman because Halle Berry was in it, Sharon Stone was in it, but the script sucked, but you got a movie and a video game out of it. You could give us Cat, you could give us Batgirl, even if the movie was terrible, you'll still get somebody who's going to dig it up later and be like, oh, this wasn't as bad as they made it seem. It's going to become a cult classic like that Fantastic Four movie that never came out in the 90s. Oh, the that, 90s Pornhub one? Yep, that's been circulating. Oh, my God, that was circulating the internet. That's been circulating the internet and uh, Comic-Cons for years. Like We know it exists. Warren Beatty just doesn't know we have the copies. Facts, poor bastard. But since we're on Nostalgia Kick, I think we should go back to one of those great, great shows we were talking about before I do that. To answer your question earlier about how I was able to pick out so many different roles. <laughs> how is that? How are you able to do that? How are, how, where did you gain the superpower? I have lived my life watching Hollywood make shitty casting roles. <laughs> like, watching them cast the wrong people in the right movies. Ah, uh. Like... Would I really have casted? Um, I, I want. I don't want to fuck up his name. Um, he played Donald Trump in SNL. And I Alec Baldwin. I, yeah, would I have cast Alec Baldwin in the Spirit or the what, Shadow? The Shadow. Probably not. Hmm. He's pretty enough to get away with it. True. But I would not have cast him. Would you have cast? Um, Tommy Lee Jones is Two-Face. It was hilarious at the time. Facts. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I didn't quote this man's lines front to back, back to front. Have the good taste to die. See ya. I loved it. It was exciting because it, it fucking reached out and I will defend this to this day. Y'all keep talking about Batman Forever and Batman Robin sucked. You paid money. It stayed number one for months. You lying bitches. You know better. I will always love those movies. You kiss my ass. That shit existed. You loved it. You bought it. You bought the toys. You bought that shitty ass Batman Forever game. And you loved it. Now you hated it because Batman got gritty and he couldn't move his neck. Fuck y'all. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I said, I, I, to this day, I will die on this hill. Jim Carrey's Riddler is as good as Heath Ledger's Joker. It was so... Uh, damn. Jim Carrey's Riddler is as good as Heath Ledger's Joker. Jim Carrey's Riddler was so good. Reboot Riddler had Jim Carrey's glasses. Facts. That was and that Riddler was good too. Really good. Really, really good. good. I did enjoy him. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, you didn't know? I was like, oh wait, what? I was like, yo, I love. Before we even get to the nostalgia part, I keep getting sidetracked on it, but. Wayne. I thought he figured out who he was. I've kind of figured like he kind of knows, but he doesn't. But Yo, the fact that he was he like, we were supposed to watch this together. Wait, you didn't figure it out? The fact that Batman kind of took an L at the end of that movie. Greatness. Greatness. He did not stop the major problem, but he was there to help regardless. <laughs> hey, that nigga. I want to prank call somebody and just do that. Bruce Wayne. 
But yeah, for this, but for nostalgia purposes, we remember great shows like Angry Beavers, The Wild Thornberries, Ah Real Monsters, Space Cases, Space Asses. I don't know if that was a um, Nicolas Cage film or not, but yeah. the one I wanted to bring up is the one we were talking about before, where these two cats in this anthropomorphic city of cats and other deer monsters and such. Fucking SWAT cats! The Radical Squadron! Because they were just mechanics? Hanna-Barbera fucking through, Yo, through fucking bro, magic at us. When I tell you I just want you to know. So I, I looked back. I was fucking shocked when I found out that that was Hanna Barbera cartoon. Yo, I blown Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera bought a SWAT cats. Wacky racist Hanna Barbera. Grape ape Hanna Barbera gave us SWAT cats. In my mind, I was like, "This is Fox. This is ABC." This no, this is Warner Brothers. This it's was Turner Broadcasting. Gave us SWAT. What the fuck? Two seasons and one special. Like, if I were to just run down the characters' names: T Bone and Razor, <laughs> Felina Farrell, Commander Ulysses S. Farrell. Apparently, they just kept coming up. Jim fucking Cummings was Mayor Max, and Jim Cummings is don't die. Don't ever die. You were my childhood and I love you. Yo, There's not a voice you have not played that I do not respect. That is so fucking crazy to me. Like Mark you, Hamill was in that. Yo, that Frank of, Welker was in that. Good Lord. Tress McNeil was in that. <laughs> Gary Owens was in that. Like, yo. That cartoon. The fact that they had the budget for Frank Welker, Jim Cummings, and Mark Hamill. Was way better than it should have been. It was. It was way better than it should have been. It got a video game. It got two seasons. It's a Kickstarter that's been funded. I don't know if it was paused during the pandemic, but I hope they're still on the works for it. The reboot or the continuation. I don't know what it is, but they have SWAT cats on it and I want it. Yeah, go ahead. Bring SWAT cats back. It was like if Captain Bucky O'Hare was taken more serious. Yo, true shit. Like, I... I think the 90s was an era of elite cartoons that can never be outdone. The 90s cartoon boom was basically either get on Disney's dick or fight against them. Facts. And we got whatever stuck. Like Power Rangers was not supposed to happen. Originally, they've been trying to throw that idea since 70s and 80s when they had Bioman and they had that. That was that was supposed to be the first Power Rangers back in like the eighties. Bioman has an English sub and dub of it. I mean, everything English dub when you try to dub over in eighties sound ridiculous, but it, it happened. It exists. Bioman would have been great if they had brought it over to the U.S. a bit more. But when they actually got a chance to do it, and they finally shot their shot, it worked. SWAT Cats was one of those one of those ideas. The nineties cartoon era to me. Perfectly mirrored the 90s hip hop era. I think that in the 90s, hip hop wasn't just like, oh, everybody's wearing hoodies. Everybody was trying, especially in the early 90s, that, that, 90, that, 89, that 90 to 95 period, everybody was trying to be better than the next nigga. Huh, hold on for a second. We're getting feedback on something. I was like, what the hell? Hold on. Test, test. Go ahead. Yo, yo. All right, we're good. Go ahead. So, 
Um, Disney was fighting. Oh. Disney had, remember, Darkwing Duck, Gargoyles, the even, Mighty Duck. Even before Gargoyles, Fox and Disney were trying to go into a deal where, you know, we have our cartoon lineup. They were fighting over DuckTales. Mm. And then Disney was like, we'll just make our own cartoons. We're not giving you DuckTales. We decided to change our minds. Fox was like, yo, yo, fuck that. We'll start our own. And they started working within themselves and building their network from the ground up uh, from that. They started it. They started Fox. They started Fox Kids lineup. Their cartoons were doing great. Disney's cartoons were doing great. Why did the 90s just take off for every fucking war? We had the war with video game consoles. We had the war with cartoons. We had the war with wrestling. We had the war with movies. Everybody wanted money back then. Facts. And, Everyone. And, you know, everybody. And they all got ended up being bought by Disney because Disney plays the long game. Disney owned everything but WCW. Like, Give it a second. Give it a second, right? Give it a second. I can't right. wait till NBC just jumps out and go NBC and Disney, and you see Mickey hugging the peacock. I'm like, oh, it's that's... weird to say out my mouth, but I genuinely think that because everybody thought 2000 was the end, everybody thought they was going to die. Yo, 19 the night niggas was boring in the 90s to get the best. Every it was the great music. It was great comic books. It was great action films. There was. So much being done in the 90s. Great like, pro wrestling. And of course, some of the most amazing cartoons. Movies, sports. Michael Jackson did the Super Bowl. You definitely thought the world was going to end in 2000. That man did a Super Bowl. It was a... I, I, that Super Bowl halftime show was the only reason people went. I couldn't even tell you who played. No one could. This is, this is how you can... This is, and I, I, I measure the greatness of an era by how amazing the things you forgot about were. Like... SWAT Cats, we talking about SWAT Cats. SWAT Cats wasn't as popular as X-Men. No. In fact, or some of the legends of the 90s. Like, you had, you had to have cable to even watch SWAT Cats when it was out. Fact. Like, that um, Tattoo Teenagers from Beverly Hills was okay, but it was also on cable. Like, Tat cable was the wait, wild, wild west. Wait, 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 wait. What? Oh. To capitalize on the boom of Power Rangers, USA tried to make a series about tattooed teenagers from Beverly Hills. Jordan brought this shit up. My brother Jordan brought this shit up to me. I had no idea what the fuck he was talking Let about. Let me pull this up. What? We should all be scarred together. <laughs> tattooed teenagers. From Beverly Hills. No, tattooed teenager alien fighters from Beverly Hills. That's a long fucking title. Man, I'll show you what they look like. Jesus Christ, they look like a bad luchador stable from WCW. And you know what's funny? Fox actually had a luchador series, Los Luchadores. <laughs> Los Luchadores was But it was terrible. good. Hey, Los Luchadores. No, the theme music was great. It was, I mean, the premise, who the fuck cared about the premise? They once ended a match with a scoop slam. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely did. But um, also, like, other other shows we forgot about that I'm pretty sure existed was WMAC Masters. Don't. Now, you, you be careful where you tread with WMAC Masters. Oh, do you know how that series ended? Uh, with, with the ninja being, like, Starfire or Tsunami? Something like that. They broke in, stole the star, the stars, the, the dragon star, and flew off in a helicopter. 
Yeah. The Heels won. They just flew off in broad daylight with the trophy. I've been ready to see how that really ended for years, but you know. No, that that's how that ended. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you something you forgot about. Battle Dome. I ain't forget about Battle Dome. I forgot that Terry Crews was the champion, but I didn't forget about Battle Fuck Terry Crews. We talk about T Money. That's the second time I heard T Money's name. My nigga T Money. T Money. The GOAT. Battle Dome on UPN. Remember when he had to fight Rick Steiner? Yes. But Rick Steiner, the Steiners just have. Crossover feuds. Scott was feuding with Chucky. Rick is feuding with T Money. <laughs> oh my God. No, they were legit having a pro. No, I think it was Rick Steiner. No, Rick Steiner has the promos. Rick was feuding with um, Chucky and T Money. Bro, remember that time Goldberg teamed up with John Claude Van Damme? <sighs> Or the Atlanta Falcons. Remember that time Undertaker appeared in Poltergeist the series? Well, today's episode. <laughs> you don't want to go back and forth with me. I've seen shit I'm not supposed to see. I just want to say, uh, <laughs> wherever you are in life, um, just unsee that. Just pretend he didn't say that. No, you can't unsee that. First of, all, first of all, I grew up watching shows I that. I have two questions for you. Yes. First of all, uh-huh. how do you remember Poltergeist the series? I remember Poltergeist the series as it existed. It was a lot less scary than Tales from the Crypt. The Undertaker was in it for some fucking reason. Second, why did you store that in your memory bank? Why I, you, the reason why, why, why you let no, that no, no, no. That one particular scene stuck with me. In YouTube's infancy, you? when I saw Polt- this was back when you could upload shit to YouTube and they didn't care. Porn, cats, radio, cats, poltergeist, cats. As long as you uploaded cats on your channel, YouTube left you alone. I saw a poltergeist step. You know when you upload the videos from part one to part two. Now you can just upload the entire porn. <laughs> but yo, know, I watched part one and part two of Poltergeist with the Undertaker in it. <laughs> I have no idea what was going on. Also, uh, Back when um, Fox had a series, I think it was uh, called Fear Street. It was like Goosebumps spinoff, and Sting appeared. And this episode where um, I think the older brother from Malcolm in the Middle was just kept telling lies, and I think the teacher was a mummy or some bullshit. But Sting was definitely in that episode. It did not explain why. But you forgot about Thunder in Paradise. I purposely forgot about Thunder in Paradise. But you fucking remembered Poltergeist the television. I also remembered Reboot, Beast Wars. Beast Wars was great. Mystic Knights of Tyranog, which was just medieval Power Rangers. Water around me. Earth beneath me. Hands before me. <laughs> what did the metal guy say? They were all metal. What the hell did you mean? <laughs> I swear there was like... No, it was fire, wind, water, earth, and then forest. My nigga, Knights of Tyranog. Medieval Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. That's all it was. Or, or just, uh Shazam Power Rangers, Beetleborg. Oh, yo. Beetleborgs only picked up when Shadowborg appeared and benched them niggas. Facts. <laughs> Your they children. They had my nigga bootleg Jerry, uh, uh what, what the fuck? Jay Leno. Jay Leno. On that Flabber. Day. Oh, my God. I watched, yo, Beetleborgs. Beetleborgs was. Beetleborgs. Metallics. They would have made, they would have made bank if they didn't put themselves in the pigeonhole. They adapted two series of um, Tokusatsu, um, Juko B-Fighter and um, 
Beef Fighter Kabuto. So those were the two series. No, that no, made. no. In English, help me. Oh, Big Bad Beetleborgs was the first one where they were red, blue, and green, and then they tied in the second series, which was totally separate. But they, but they're both the same sort of. So was the there were two different Beetleborgs was using both seasons of two different Japanese series, and those Japanese series tied into each other. If they had just if they if they made it into one, so the same three people played the same three. Oh, except for the one girl, she was recasted. So they made an episode where she looked different, and they made a spell where everyone thought she looked the same, even though she looked different to us. That was their way out of it. That happened. I remember that. I'm not supposed to. So I you're saying that. there was two different Japanese shows yes. with the Beetleborg type design. Yes. And Beetleborgs took both of them and turned them into what? One. So two they, seasons. Did they also get their powers from like nope. a monster? Nope. They were cops. They had just had a budget. <laughs> I shit you not. They were they were law enforcement. So Power Rangers SPD? It was SPD, but they had like they had like families and shit. <laughs> like VR Troopers used probably the most Tokusatsu series, and it made more sense for them to do it because they were just random anyway. Yeah. They could make those suits work. They used um, Belvion. I'm not even about to go into all of them and nerd fuck out on that, but yeah. VR Troopers could have went a lot longer if they were to adapt other series or if they could find a way around it, but that was the only reason they got two series because they ran out of viable series to use. To make the story progress. VR Troopers was actually really good. I gave it a chance at first and thought it sucked, but then I watched it again and I was like, yep, it was great. Even though, yeah, they used some of the power in the soundtrack, but it worked. <laughs> it worked. They were essentially fighting a corporate tycoon who was also evil. Worked. Totally worked for me. I like when the hero is like a rich white man. Oh, yes. That's, I like, I like, sorry, I like when the villain is a rich white man. Yeah, the villain I was said, a rich white man. <laughs> that made me happy as shit. Cause I'm just They were like, fighting capitalism. Facts. <laughs> it's like they're going against the man. Yeah. I kind of like shows like that. It was definitely like that. VR Troopers was basically, let's capitalize on Power Rangers, but they were their own thing. Mass Rider tried and failed because I don't know if I talked about it on this show or not, but. The series that they adapted for Mass Rider is called Common Rider Black. It's dark as fuck. It has a far better plot than what we got. Which brings me to what we need. Well, Black RX is what we got, but they did not do it right either. We are in that era where many of, and I think comic book movies need the same. It is time that we start growing things up. I think people are afraid to lose the children's market, forgetting that the adults are just giant children. Man, fuck the children. Give us the Freakazoid. Yes. I think it's time for a rated R Freakazoid movie. Ride around the Freakmobile Freakazoid. I think if that Power Rangers movie was rated R and went harder... Yo, if Power Rangers was rated R, Rita would have decapitated the kid. Um, I'm pretty sure if they, they weren't going to make it because they wanted the children's market, but they did not have the Krispy Kreme it to death. I tell you, I was a child, and Guyver was rated R, oh, and I fucking... Guyver! Oh my god, Guyver! I need more Guyvers. That was rated R, and I loved it. it and there's a lot of that that they could have brought over from Japan. There's a lot of series they, if they want to dip their toe in, like, they kind of did with Ultraman a little bit with Superhuman Samurai Cyber Girl Squad. Yeah, they did that. 
and they remade it into an anime. So they kind of just picked up off the success of that. But Ultraman's been going on for like 50 years over in Japan. I've been watching that on and off for, for years. But um, like, there's a lot of stuff if they want to keep going back to that formula. If they want to go back to what they're doing with the 90s, how they're doing with the movies, where they got people typecast instead of them trying to find their way or getting whatever work is left or the writers going on strike. You like, if he's an asshole, make that money. Being that asshole, you're going to get your trophy, AMI, AFI is going to give you that fucking spotlight. Go with it. Jared Leto needs to go to a retreat or something. You know what they did with She-Hulk when she had to find, like, in her inner self and stuff like that? You know, the filler episode? That was serious. Jerry, Le- Jerry Leto needs his filler episode. And I, I want R-rated done Japanese properties. As a matter of fact, I think we're at that... Give us, give us Garo. That series was doing great over Japan. They could make that in the U.S. I think Sentai is at a point we don't have. We don't, I don't even need American actors no more. You can keep it Japanese. Well, actually, the next season of it is going to be using. They're going to be using the Japanese version of one of the shows, but they're going to be doing American suits because so, it's coming up to the 30th anniversary of Power Rangers. Oh yeah, I've been seeing stuff. You know that the first of all, I had no idea that the actress who even played Trainee had a daughter. I because I just assumed she was young. Yeah. But her daughter is now going to be on the 30th anniversary. Yes. I'm all for it. I didn't know the Yellow Ranger had a fucking child. I said, damn, not only did she die young, she had a fucking child. Well, that just gets my fan theory more that it was Zex. Because uh, they were, they looked like they were kind of going together. They never really hit towards because, you know, kids and teenagers and saved the world. But they were sitting on each other's laps. I'm just saying. My nigga had, that nigga was pop locking every episode. Any fucking way. Look. Listen. All I know is that I didn't know that man was missing a finger until the future told me. <laughs> There's so many things that I don't know. But the one question that I will ask every day. Every damn day. Every damn day until I am old and gray. Without falter, without without reproach. Dropping a crystal ball and saying rosebud out my mouth. Burning a a fucking pack of magic eight balls. Watching to see if that liquid is actually flammable. Only for it to be extinguished. Where the fuck is Vision? Where is he really? Where the fuck is he? Yo, you know what we should talk about next huh, next episode? What? We should go and just do a UPN episode. I am in. UPN from beginning to my network TV. What you know about that Jumanji cartoon? What, what you know about that Incredible Hulk cartoon? What you know about Star Trek Voyager? What do you know about the best Saturday movies money could buy? Man, you trying to talk trolls too for a whole episode. I'm down with that. Man, you want to talk about Shaka Zulu taking a whole week for a miniseries? Why do you remember that? Because no one remembers where Vision is. Excellent. Marvel don't know what the fuck they did with that nigga. Uh, DC probably know where he is. Marvel's, oh, boy, they that, shelved that nigga. Great plot twist. DC stole Paul Bettany. Yep. Warner Bros. got Paul Bettany. We're going to see Paul Bettany showing up. He go, they got him hiding out in Doom Patrol. Oh, my God. Warner Brothers, if Paul Bettany is in anything, you are fucking savage. You are done. Oh, my God. That would be fucking music to my ears. 